Let's go watch it in 2D. No, let's go watch it in 3D. But if we watch it in 3D, then is it worth the cost? Hello, hello, hello. Having a spooky Halloween. This is Adolf with Jake. Howdy, folks. And Krista. Hello. And maybe some ghosts of the past, too, will join us in this spooky, the top 13 3D Halloween movies. So, uh, Jake made this list, and um, I did uh, add some honorable mentions, and this list could have been like 30, 40 movies, right, Jake? Oh, easily. There's so many to choose from, uh, and and we went back and forth over what would be on the list, and this is what we decided on. Uh, with a more, um, decided to go more with the three. We decided to wait since we're a 3D review um, cast and site. We would weigh the 3D heavier. So well, these are all well worth your time. So enjoy. Okay, so let's uh, enough preamble. Let's get to it. So I haven't seen all these movies. Um, I don't think you've seen all of them either, right, Krista? No, I have not seen all of them. But, Jake, you have, right? Oh, I've seen all of these repeatedly. Okay. So, start off with number 13, World War Z. Uh, zombie movie with Tom Cruise. Oh, not Tom Cruise, Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt. And um, going around different parts of the world. And um, this was really famous for having a lot of um, development problems and... One of the cool shots in there is like a whole horde of zombies like making a um, pile, which they're climbing on top of to get over a wall or something. Yeah, I, I made the cut. I mean, a good PG thirteen zombie movie. I loved uh, Max Brooks's novel, uh, which was kind of written as more of a history. Uh, the movie they decided to kind of set it in the same universe but tell a different story. Uh, it's a pity. The sequel is in development hell and canceled. Well, I guess it's no longer development hell. It's just dead. So that's a shame that we're, we may never see a sequel to this. But I enjoyed it enough, and I thought the 3D was impressive enough that I gave it the 13th slot on this list. Yeah, I've seen it. I enjoyed it. Um, you know, I've heard a lot of things about the ending being different, which we're not really going to get into spoilers here. Um, but I, I enjoyed it for what it was. Um, so, Chris, did you watch this? No. Okay. So, let's uh, move on to number 12, The Maze, from 1953. Um, Jake, what is this about? Uh, this is, uh, your, this is a more, this is a more of a mystery movie, but it does have horrific elements to it. It is, uh, it is, uh, actual filmed in 3D, being from the 50s. It's another uh, Richard Carlson starrer. Uh, basically, it's about a Scotsman who who abruptly breaks off his engagement to an English woman, and he uh, moves into uh, his inherited castle in the Scottish Highlands. Well, the ex-fiance drags her aunt along and goes up to the castle to find out why he uh, broke the engagement. Uh, when she sees him, she. He, She's discovered he's aged. Looks like he's like 10 years older. Of course, this is 50s makeup, so that means his, he's got little white things in his hair. Uh, 
and it's and I guarantee the ending is going to stun you. I'm not going to spoil it. In fact, you have my permission to kick the ass of anybody who tries to spoil this movie for you. You will not see this ending coming. Uh, I, the first time I saw this movie was on the big screen when I was 10 years old for a midnight movie. And uh, let's just say nobody in the audience saw what was coming or had seen this movie before. And we were slack-jawed stunned. Like I said, you will never see it. it and the 3D is awesome. You may never want to see it again after seeing it, but I guarantee you that ending will get you. Chris, have you seen this? No. I haven't seen it either, but it did recently come out uh, via the good guys at 3D Archive. So they remade mm-hmm. this on 3D Blu-ray, so you can definitely watch it that way. Mm-hmm. In fact, uh, the disc looks better than any presentation I've ever seen on the big screen of this. All right, let's uh, keep going. Number 11. It came from outer space. Tell me all about this, Jake. I never heard about it. I know about the title, but I don't know anything about the movie. Okay, this is a Jack Arnold. You know, he's a famous uh, 50s horror director. Uh, It's another Richard Carlson star. This is great 3D with lots of uh, pop-outs. It's more of a sci-fi story, but it does have uh, aliens, which they treat as monsters, and it's it's just it's just one of those um, really cool 50s uh, movies. And it's another yeah, Richard Carlson was the prince of the 50s uh, 3D movies. Vincent Price is considered the king. Okay. Uh, Chris, have you seen this? I'm pretty sure I've seen clips of it. I have not seen the entire movie. I haven't seen it either, but I have heard the title. Well, it's definitely kind of like one of those classic, like, if you're talking about, like, 1950s movies, this comes up when you're talking about 1950s movies a lot. Yeah. Yeah, and it's got great 3D, great pop-ups. Yeah, and it is on disc. So you could see it better than ever on, uh, and it pops up in revivals because it's a, it's a, it's a fan favorite. All right. Let's uh, keep going here with uh, number 10, the mad magician, another 1950s movie, right? Yep. And this is, this one stars uh, Vincent Price. Oh, Vincent Price yeah, is awesome. Is, uh, mm-hmm, yeah. This is, this is a pretty much a black and white cash grab uh, on the successive house of wax. But it's still a great little movie. Uh, it's kind of, uh, you know, set in the good old days of uh, um, Ed, Ed, Victorian, Edwardian. Uh, and he's pretty much uh, a magician instead of uh, running a wax museum. I mean, it's basically the same uh, plot, but in black and white. Well, let's keep going here. Um, Revenge of the Creatures, number nine, 1955. The creature is the from the Black Lagoon, right? Yeah, this is the only uh, 1950s 3D movie to get a 3D sequel. And this one just came out on 3D Blu-ray again from 3D Archive people, right? Nope. Universal put it out and screwed the pooch on it. Oh, okay. Badly. Okay, sorry about that. Yeah, yeah they really screwed the pooch on this one. Okay, so uh, next up is number eight, uh, Frankenweenie, the 2012 feature-length movie. Now, it's kind of weird because Frankenweenie was like a short, um, and then it became its own movie, right? Exactly, yeah. They padded it. They padded out Tim Burton's uh, stories because, I mean, a 30-minute short expanded to a 90-minute movie. You have to pad. 
surprisingly, it's still very good. Most times when you pat a story out that long, it's boring as heck. But uh, this is a nice, uh, enjoyable uh, feature that's probably not too scary for the kids. Um, Krista, have you seen this? I have not. I don't think so. I saw the original short. I own the, the full-length movie. I have not seen it yet. I got it for like a garage sale or something for like a buck. And I was like, oh, yeah, I want to see that. I'll pay a buck for that, you know, and uh, I haven't gotten around to seeing it yet. But I might watch it this month. All right, let's move on to number seven, Dead Before Dawn. What is this about, Jake? Uh, this is a this is a low-budget uh, Zomcom uh, with, a lot, with um, Christopher Lloyd and a bunch of um, – CW um, actors. Uh, it's just a, a, a just a funny uh, zombie movie, kind of in the same. And uh, I mean, the main reason this movie exists is because of Shaun of the Dead and um, Zombieland. Uh, this one's in really. Uh, it's actually it's not a conversion. It's actually shot in 3D. It's really 3D is awesome. Pretty good movie. This is 2012, uh, right? Good enough. To yeah, good enough to make the list. Uh, this was released in the U.S. as a best-to-buy exclusive. Hmm. Uh, I recommend hunting up the German release. It's far cheaper. Chris, have you seen this one? Um, I don't think so. All right, let's move on to number six, Paranorman. Uh, I've seen this. This is from Leica um, with stop motion, and it's pretty great. I love this movie. Yep. I remember when this movie came out. <laughs> I mean... I'm a like a fanboy. Uh, I will admit it openly. They earned my fandom, so so of course they're making this list with their great movies. And uh, Paranorman, I think, I remember her having a weird ending that I really digged, um, and it being very progressive. I think, it, um, if I remember correctly, right? Uh huh. Um, Krista, you like this movie? Yeah. All right, uh, number five is next. This one is a big one. I think everyone here this knows this. It's Halloween, Halloween, it's Halloween. Halloween. The Nightmare Before Christmas. Christmas. I haven't seen it in 3D, though. Well, it originally wasn't released in 3D. It was converted for a re-release. And I think we should mention this is actually directed by Henry um, Selleck, who went on to do some other... Uh, 3D uh, movies, not Tim Burton. He was just the producer on this. <laughs> All right. He gets credited for being the director. Yeah, and this one is like really became mainstream. Everyone knows this, and you know I love the Christmas song um, with uh, Jack Skellington. It's so macabre when you actually like look at the lyrics. It's awesome. <laughs> mm -hmm. it, it, and um, yeah, I, I love this movie. It, it looks gorgeous if you you know i got the blu-ray of it and it's like this one is something you need to get you know as high definition as you can it is beautiful so next up is another beautiful movie um Coraline, which is 29 2009 i love this movie i just love like anything neil gaiman neil gaiman's like magic hands turned everything good as far as i'm concerned like Coraline mm -hmm. is such a good movie <laughs> Uh huh. And Henry Selleck directed this one. Uh, I mean, some people may disagree with me putting Coraline higher on the list than Nightmare Before Christmas, but I think it's just edges it out. Well, one of the things Cor Coraline does with the 3D is 
like it does the Wizard of Oz thing where in the Wizard of Oz you start in black and white and then you get into color once you get into uh-huh. Oz. Coraline does that, but with the 3D. Like it starts with very like low depth in the real world. And then once we get into the fantasy world, like as she crawls down the tunnel, like the 3D expands and blooms. Wow. I've never seen it in 3D, yeah. but I love it. Yeah. Oh, it's uh, it's well worth hunting up a release. Yeah, this got a U.S. release, so. Um, and then the button eyes. You know, you wouldn't think that would be creepy, but it is. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right, next up here is a Dark Country, a 2009 movie. I never heard of this. What is this about, Jake? Uh, this is a quirky little mystery uh, about a couple who um, involves a car accident and a whole bunch of other things. Uh, I don't want to tell you too much about it because I don't want to spoil it. Uh, it's This is a shot in 3D. Uh, stars Thomas Jane. This is also his directorial debut. Knocks it completely out of the park. Uh, this is one of the best 3D modern movies made. Uh, it's hard. I have a French release. Uh, it's been released in several... Um, foreign countries it never got a 3d u.s release and it's only played 3d in the u.s and a few uh festivals uh this actually blew my mind how good this was i mean this is you gotta you gotta see this in 3d it's well worth the effort of tracking it down and it is an effort uh chris do you see this no i haven't okay me neither all right, let's move on to number two, The Creature from the Black Lagoon. Two Black Lagoon movies here. What is it about, Jake? Uh, this is about going to uh, scientists uh, going to the Amazon to track down a creature that they've heard legends of and had a fossil. Uh, it's got incredible 3D underwater photography. Uh, and it's, you know, it's, this is one of the universal monsters. Probably the last uh, great one. Another one of those classic, classic 1950s movies. Uh-huh, and another one with uh, Richard Carlson. And this one's become iconic as well. Um, I haven't seen it, but I know the creature, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you've never seen it, you've seen the creature. Oh, yeah, and I guess I should also remember Revenge also had Richard Carlson. I mean, like I said, he was the prince of 50s 3D because he was in so many of these. So, uh, with that, we're about to get to number one. But before we get to number one, we'll have some dishonorable, scary mentions. Not quite good enough, but you gotta mention these. So, let's start off with uh, Jaws 3D, 1983. I remember this vaguely. (laughs) This was the Sharknado of the 80s. So, people tell me about... I mean, actually, Jaws 4... It's most people kind of think of it as the Sharknado of the '80s or '90s. Uh, it's the movie that uh, Michael Caine said uh, paid for his house. But Jaws Three is my Sharknado. There is this. I saw this in 3D on the big screen. Uh, it's it's awesome trash. There was this trend uh, in the '80s, which was like. You would release the first two movies, and then the third movie you would release in 3D. Yep. Mm-hmm. And I like that, having that, you know, 3D. Okay, cool. It's the third movie. Got it. It makes sense, you know? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, and before you add at me, the reason 
Uh, Friday the 13th didn't make the honorable mention is because there is not a legal 3D Blu-ray release. So um, let's uh, move on here. Let's go to the next one, um, Animeville 3D. Um, I've heard of these movies. There's like a hundred of these Animeville horror movies, right? Uh-huh. Yeah, it's more of the Warren uh, crap. You know, the debunk, you know, the spiritualists that have been debunked so hard, I can't believe anybody for a second takes their stuff the least bit seriously. Uh, and the whole Amptyville story is tied into their uh, shenanigans. Uh, and Amptyville um, 3D is just uh, 80s um, trash. It has the 3D version really has nothing to do with any of the other movies. Uh, it's just one of those, you know, shot in 3D. 3 um, It's kind of cleaned up a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Jaws and Amp 3D and Amptyville 3D really didn't get a restoration. That's another thing that helped me not put them on the list. Um, so watching these will be a bit of a struggle. You'll probably get a little eye strain if you're not used to uh, older 3D movies because these weren't cleaned up by the 3, 3D archive. These were just dumped, uh, which, to tell you the truth, we're lucky to even get them is in the condition they were in. Have you seen this, uh, Krista? No. All right. Let's uh, keep going. The honorable mentions. Uh, Parasite, 1983. Um, never heard of this one, Jake. Okay. This is uh, directed and written by um, Charles Band uh, before he started uh, Full Moon Entertainment, and which pretty much became the Puppet Master Studio. Uh Puppet Master was kind of the saw of its day, but without the effects. It was kind of, a, well, or Freddy Krueger ripoff, whatever. But Parasite is one of Charles Band's um, uh, 3D movies that he did before he started Full Moon Entertainment. This was done for Embassy Studios. Uh, it's set in the future, uh, and it's about kind of low-budget Kind of a cross between Mad Max and a parasitic uh, pandemic on done on a low budget scale. Uh, the three three D archive uh, restored this, and it looks better than it did in the theaters. Chris, have you seen this one? No. All right. And also notable, this is Demi Moore's first uh, starring role. Cool. So, next one on here is a movie that I reviewed to, when it came out uh, three years ago. Miss Peregrine's Home for Peculiar Children. Now, this is not really a, a horror movie or a scary movie. It's just kind of creepy, kind of unnerving. Um, it's a really fun kind of time travel movie with, um, you know, just like kind of like a... just I don't know how to describe this further. It's, it's hard to talk about spoilers, but... It's just like a big thing about, you know, taking care of kids in the past and but the future interferes with the past. And uh, the 3D was really cool in this. Jake, do you remember watching this movie? Mm hmm. Yeah, I thought it was uh, really nice. Uh, nice, creepy uh... visuals, you know, kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And great 3D. And, you know, Chris, have you seen this? No, it's a lot of fun. Um, it definitely is worth looking for on Blu-ray. I remember me, my wife and I just walked into this. It's like, all right, I guess it's coming out. Sure, I'll, I'll review it. 
and um, we just kind of blown away, and I, I liked it a lot. I gave it an 8 out of 10, and um, it's a lot of fun. It's like a good kind of original kind of thing that I haven't really seen, and I think there's more books than Miss Peregrine, but I don't think this movie did that well box office, so it did not uh, get sequels, which is sad. All right, we have one more. Now, this is a, the reason why this is an honorable mention is because it's not really a whole-length movie, but it is kind of a movie. It it's is like 10 minutes or something. Yeah. And it's also not available on home video. So the chance of you getting to see it in actual 3D is pretty slim, which is unfortunate. Which is Michael Jackson's Thriller. Now, Jake, you did the review for this last year. Uh-huh. Yeah. The conversion is really, really good. I mean, it's as good as the conversion did on The Wizard of Oz. So where did you not... where did you get to see the conversion? I saw it at IMAX theater showing the house without clocks. Mm. Yeah, they married both of those movies. Yeah, I know. It was a really weird double feature. They were really trying to get people to go to um, see House Without Clocks. What was funny is most of the people in the theater, they stayed, they came to see Thriller and left. (laughs) And then a few people wandered in because they wanted to not sit through trailers. And well, and they missed Thriller. Oh, well, their fault. And House Without Clocks was not very good. Yeah, I, I watched it. It was okay. I mean, I watched it once. I'm good not watching it ever again. I didn't hate it. I didn't love it. It's just kind of there. It's okay. Yeah, I was just like, I would have rather had a Goosebumps move sequel in 3D. than I said, why did he do this? I mean, he should have done it. I mean, I'm just thinking Goosebumps, man. Goosebumps. Now, you know, Thriller itself, you know... You could say what you want about Michael Jackson, but as an artist, Thriller is an amazing, amazing video and a fantastic song. Yeah, and John Landis, you know, say what you will uh, about what he did, but and and we won't hold him responsible for his son. You know, but uh, it it's 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 old history. Uh, this is uh, this is a whether do you don't even have to like the song. Uh, this is an amazing video, it's and in 3D. still creepy thinking about it. Like, even though I watched it so many years ago, it's just such a creepy. Film. <laughs> yeah, it's just so well done. Yeah, real special effects, no CG back then. Everyone is makeup, and then the whole dance routines are just top notch. Everything, yeah, it's fun. And like, you rarely have at this point. Like, it's very rare to have someone go to like these lengths for a music video when it's like you can't really qualify it as a music video because it's so much more than just a song yeah mm-hmm. I mean, it's thriller man it's thriller <laughs> thriller now let's go on to the number one movie now before we do that i have to do a quick correction to jake uh the movie you kept talking about with uh that was attached to thriller was uh, the house with a clock in its walls just wanted to point that out before we get to the number one movie, which is... The House of Wax. Um, this is the, the original version, not the one with Paris Hilton, <laughs> right? Uh, oh There's God. actually like three different versions, but we're talking about the 1953 version. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. And then there was a... Uh... 
There was like a uh, black and white version. Well, yeah. Well, House of Wax. There was. It was actually color, but it wasn't Technicolor. It was only uh, like two color. Yeah, yeah, two tone. Because uh, mm. yeah, this is a remake. You know, of Mystery of the House of Wax, um, which was not in 3D. Um, yeah, this is the top of the list. This is um, the first 3D horror movie, and it's the gold standard. Uh, it's it's the movie that made kind of Vincent Price a horror icon, and many consider this to be the greatest 3D movie ever made, and I'm one of those. Yeah, this is an amazing movie. Uh, well it's worth seeking so out. So unsettling and creepy. Mm-hmm. You actually watched this one, Krista? Oh yeah, like uh, I watched a bunch of 1950s 3D movies, and this one like was. Well, basically, we get this this story of uh, this guy who's his he's like he's like a wax uh, uh, he he runs a wax museum, but like his wax museum burns down, and like after like his wax museum burns down, he's like lost everything he's worked for all his life, and he kind of just goes insane and tries to like take revenge on like all the people who are responsible for you know like the demise of his life's work yeah and, and this is one of charles oh and i guess i should mention a little trivia about some of these that i haven't and yeah house of wax is if if it's not charles bronson's very first movie it's one of his early movies uh, and, what? And, uh, and oh oh yeah and revenge of the creature uh that was um clint eastwood's very first movie he plays a lab assistant well, uh, what's interesting about House of Wax is it was, I believe, it was directed by Andre de Toth. Andre yeah, de Toth only had uh, one eye. He had a glass eye, so he could actually not see in 3D. But at the time, people were asking him, you know, why are you making a 3D movie if you can't see in 3D? And he was like, well, Beethoven was deaf. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what he did is they measured out everything. They, did, they worked it out mathematically. Which is why the 3D is so amazing. He didn't eyeball it like most directors and cinematographers did. He measured it out. Now, I did joke about the 2005 remakes with uh, with uh, Paris Hilton. What did you guys think of that one? I actually watched it. I thought it was dumb fun, but I don't. I never watched the original, so I don't know. Uh, I couldn't finish it. I mean, I'm not going to wa- – I really don't have any intention of watching the Paris Hilton one because, in my mind, the 1953 one is the House of Wax. That was back in the Paris Hilton's uh, – when she was a superstar on, uh, you know, everyone talking about Paris Hilton. Back in the simpler days of the turn of the century. <laughs> anyway, so, yeah, that's our top 13 3D movies for Halloween. Um did we miss anything? Probably. <laughs> what do you think? Well, comment below um, wherever you're watching this. If you're watching this on YouTube or on the website or whatever, I hope you enjoyed this spooky, scary, kind of creepy list of 3D movies. All right. Before this podcast ends, I want to give a thank you to my patrons. Right now, we have a one patron, which is David from Spain, and I want to thank you for your financial support. All right. So that's going to be it for this podcast. We now have a Patreon, and the link is in the description. Uh, thanks for watching. And we are on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. They don't put it everywhere. Just look for us, 3D or 2D. 
And of course, review us on iTunes. And if you want to write us a letter, um, our email address is email3d42d at gmail.com. So that's going to be it. Uh, thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Okay. Bye. Bye. Bye, everyone. <laughs>